Hey, hey, Bachelor Masters here. We all have mixed opinions on what we witnessed last night on After the Final Rose. I have a headache, so I attribute that to watching the episode. Caitlin, how do you feel? I mean, I don't feel great about it. <laughs> I feel like my time has been wasted to a certain extent. Um, yeah, I was actually texting with, you know, our super fan Jocelyn last night, like I do basically whenever we're both watching it live. Uh, and she was like, I hate this show. I think I'm done. Well, after Bachelor in Paradise. And I was like, that's how they get you. It was like. That is how I'm like, get you. God, I hate this show. I will continue to watch it and podcast about it, however. See, I don't know if I'd use the word hate. Hate is a strong word. It, I don't know if I hated last night's episode. It was long and at times boring, but it was fun to watch the drama around Rachel. Now, Isa, you liked the episode. See, I'm of the mind that I have watched very depressing gut-wrenching things when I myself am in that position and it is the worst but because I'm not I am in somewhere else land I mean you know I'm definitely not in some kind of uh, teeter-tottering relationship I'm not sure who's right and who's wrong I can watch that and think about (laughs) how I'm very happy I'm not in those situations right now because it is depressing if you are depressed gotcha okay for we're sure. going to get to whether or not we're all right? Team Tino or Team Rachel in just a second. But did either of you watch mm. The Tudors? Remember that show on Showtime? Yeah, I, yeah, I remember watched it. It's super depressing. It. And I, uh, I, mean, I was it's super just like depressed. The dramatization of historical events that were also, yeah. that's kind of depressing. Yeah, like <laughs> people getting beheaded all the time and like affairs and yeah. cheating on them. Some... The ending is just yeah. brutal of that show. So I was super depressed, like, one summer or whatever I watched it. And I watched that show, and it just, like, oh. TV affect your life so much? It's weird. No, I watched the show while I was depressed. It didn't make me depressed. Oh, right. Gotcha. Yes. <laughs> I, like, I agree with Whoa. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. TV is really good for if you're already feeling a certain way, like, I remember this was, I think, over a decade ago now. And I watched, like, binged uh, Friday Night Lights, and I was crying so much. But it was because I was just, like, sad already. You know what I mean? (laughs) Friday Night Lights, that's funny. Um, I like that movie. Remember the movie uh, Varsity Blues? It was, like, an MTV movie. Yeah, I know. I made me watch a TV show. That was a good one. Friday night. No, like, it wasn't. It, it was not a good one. I don't want your, your life. Oh, I think about that sometimes. Great line delivery. <laughs> but it's all Craig. I, I, it only lives as a mythology in your mind, Craig. Like no one's ever talked about this movie or thought about it more than that whipped cream scene <laughs> ever. <laughs> and you made me watch it thinking summer? that I'm missing something. I just brought it up because it's part of the Friday Night Lights sort of Yeah, like the football ecosystem. movie universe. Yeah. Yeah, I had been thinking about it last year and I think a bunch of news stories mentioned it because of Operation Varsity Blues with the like college mm. payoffs. Yeah. And people are like, why is it called Varsity See? Blues? Remember CDR? that movie? Varsity I was, I was <laughs> ahead yeah, of my time. There's a bunch of people like you in the government. Like that's not that's not surprising to me, actually, Craig. 
They're like, that movie meant something to me. Yes, my head hurts too much to sit here and oh my God. get made like fun of. Oh, my God. man going to another one's office and being like, I love David Lynch movies. Right. Yeah. That's, there you that's go. That's not going to happen. But, yeah, I get your point. These guys are like, remember that awesome James Vanderbeek movie? And everyone's like, yes. <laughs> they do not live in my world. But, yeah. Are we right. done? Classic, right? Yeah, we're done. <laughs> Okay. So are we team Tino or are we team Rachel? Uh, Kaylin, why don't you kick us off? I mean, I've been a noted Tino hater since this podcast started. So if you think I'm going to be on team Tino now, of course I'm not. I'm on Rachel's side in this argument, even though it is going to get juicy. Listen, I don't. Rachel is not my favorite lead of this show ever. However, Tino sucks and I hate him. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, I'm wagging my finger. Uh, mm. uh, uh, There's no uh, way uh, you agree with Tino. Like Tino. Right. <laughs> it is, is impossible why? to like Tino. Well, well, we'll get there. What did you think, Ezra? Are you team Rachel or team Tino? I'm gonna uh, insult you right now again. I'm sorry. No. In the last five minutes, I think my head hurts too much. <laughs> I think it's small-minded of us to decide a side or delve into a relationship because we're going to go into mindless blather that every other <laughs> recap show, every other bachelor commentator will say, right? Because I think there's big picture issues here we can definitely address, but reducing it down to this stupid Ross and Rachel, we were on a break bullshit is, is beneath <laughs> us, I think. That's my Well, opinion. I okay, but there's a lot more to it than that. Their, their yeah, argument that. that we witnessed had a lot to it. And you're somebody who likes to plan out your arguments on chalkboards. So yeah, you I should have loved that. I, see, that's the issue here. Is that if I were them, if I really wanted to get to a solution, bring out a piece of paper in that moment. Because let's, I, I, I want to recap what they're fighting about, right? They come back from filming The Bachelorette engaged. They're watching it apart, but together as a couple, physically apart. Rachel watching herself herself back. It's probably super triggering for her. It's making her upset. She's spiraling. Tino sees this as kind of teetering, right? It's making his relationship feel not stable. So he goes to the first thing he thinks uh, of. Oh, okay. So something. you are team Rachel. I no, I'm it. not. Be- yes, you I'm are. You that that I, I, uh-huh. I can see Tino's side. You, no, he, you just took Rachel's side. Well, I'm, 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 see- I'm actually seeing <laughs> both sides. Because he rekindles <laughs> something with someone he knew before filming. And then as soon as he kisses her, he himself said that he realized his mistake. So he wants to forget about the kiss and he wants to prove to Rachel that this is worth fighting for. But she's Rachel sees Uh it as not proving his love, but a betrayal. And she can't get past that. And if Tino had played his cards right, they might have been able to stick together. Like I I saw that. So that that's where I think. You know, the the recap, it, there needed to be a mediator there and the recap <laughs> for both of them. I, I think Rachel was intentionally trying to be obtuse and I think Tino 
was lost. Like he had no idea how to recapture. Well, it's because she was she was twisting his words around and not letting him. Yeah. Tell the truth. She'd be like, "Tell the truth." He'd be like, "I am telling the truth." She'd be like, "No, you're not." Well, yeah. Craig, we don't even know what the truth actually. <laughs> hey, you can't handle the truth. Yeah, I, we don't. I, I, we I don't, don't think know. they know what the truth is. I think they I don't do. Think Rachel and Tino quite know. But I, I don't think they do. Tino wrote down quotes, and yes, maybe they're out of context. But I'm pretty sure he's not going to write down something that isn't wasn't said at one point. And those no. things, I, I, I look. I, I am not defend. I'm, I'm defending. If some Tino sounded very truthful to me, despite what I think of him, he sounded like he was telling the truth, and he heard those things come out of Rachel's mouth, and they hurt him. I believe yeah. that. I don't think he was trying to get out of the relationship. He liked her a lot, right? No can, like I can okay. dislike Rachel as a person. I can dislike Tino as a person, but within that, I can see that Tino thought he was telling the truth. He did betray her. To him, it was small, a mm-hmm. small thing that proved yeah. to him how much he cared about her. But <laughs> he funny how the male brain works. Him, he <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It it is like a like a Venus Mars thing, kind of. No, it's it's what it, it is. is we, and we've talked about this a ton on the podcast. But it comes down to mm-hmm. watching '80s and '90s sitcom television. It makes us think that. Mm-hmm. Because Jesse, Jesse on Full House, he kissed his ex-girlfriend in an episode, and he instantly is like, what have I done? And he runs to Becky, and he says to Becky, you're not going to believe it. And she's like, what is it? Varsity Cause... Blues, Becky? Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. There was, she wasn't on Varsity Blues. No, she... Oh, my God. oh, oh, pro... oh you mean uh, Project yeah. Varsity Blues. Yeah, no, okay. Yeah. yeah, sorry. He runs to Becky, and he's Run like... And he's like, I can't believe it. She's like, what is it? And he's like, I love you so much. She's like, what? why? What happened? And he's like, I kissed my ex-girlfriend. Yeah. She's like, what? Yeah, that doesn't make I'm most so people glad. feel good to hear. But, right. but I, I'm, I'm so glad you made it into a Jesse Becky thing instead of a stupid Ross and Rachel thing. Yeah. Um, that makes much more sense to me. Hey, you can depend on me to go to Full House when we need to. Mm. Yeah, I just I am so sick of the like friends thing. Um, yeah. So this is the controversy they were trying to set us up. But honestly, they did not. Uh, the show, the Bachelor show did not quite, you know, set this up well. Like the, they didn't hit it home. You know, they didn't keep harping on it and how it's a controversy, because I think once they aired it, they were like, oh, well, not only are we kind of on Rachel's side, but all of America will definitely be on Rachel's side. So we are not going to, um, you know, confuse people with saying that it's controversial. Uh, you know, do you, you lost me, me okay. there. No. Okay, so Jesse Palmer, you know, weeks ago said, "Yeah, there's going to be this, a controversy yeah, here. Sure. You don't know what we don't know what's going to happen." Um, and then when they aired it last night, the finale, they said they didn't say anything about any controversy because they realized that Rachel is the more person you're going to side with more. 90% of Bachelor watchers, 95% are going to side with Rachel. No, I don't think so. I do. Yeah, actually, like the tweets 
There were a lot of people who are on Tino's side, oddly enough. Yeah. A lot? Yeah. I, I don't a get pretty significant I chunk. I was yeah. surprised by thing, but like what? The thing that it seemed like they all didn't like is not like everyone was like, no, obviously he's wrong for cheating. But and then the butt was always like, did they have to humiliate him by bringing Avon out while he was still on stage? They crossed right. the line. Well, that's not right, right, right. But I mean, but, but listen, that, that doesn't the, seem quite let's... like a like a between on this argument. That's not Tino being right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's put that aside for a second. Let's go back to the Jesse from Full House scenario <laughs> here. Okay. No, because he, his whole point was like, I I had a moment where I questioned our relationship. I kissed my ex-girlfriend and I immediately knew that I wanted to be with you. Okay. It's, it was exactly the Tino argument. Mm-hmm. And to, to both them, they, they, it's not that they don't think what they did was bad. It's that they, they, they saw so much good out of it. And it's I think, I, I, well, I think Tino too st- thinks to himself, Oh my God. Yeah, that was a miraculous moment because I realized really how much I missed you in this moment when we weren't doing well together. And let's be fair. Yeah. Let's 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 be honest. The reason that they were having trouble to begin with is all Rachel's fault. She's a narcissist who always wants to get her way, constantly is talking about herself, only thinks about guys in relationship to how she feels towards them, not how they feel towards her. Or you know. As if you I could agree. say that Tino isn't self-centered also, though. But I, but see, mm. but I, I, I agree with that. And I don't even think it matters who the man is in that situation. If that's true, despite who Tino or Avon is, or whoever, you know, is on the other side of that. If Rachel's like that, it makes it very hard to think that. That there is something. I mean, I mean, yeah, she's. It's it's all about her. And granted, she was the bachelorette. No, but it's even no, 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 no. It's it's she takes it to a whole new level. It's the whole reason we haven't liked her this whole season. Where have you guys been? And Caitlin, I'm going to disagree. I agree with your assessment, Craig. Yeah, so I agree. It's it's Rachel's fault that they were having troubles to begin with, and she. It's sort of ambiguous whether they were on a break or not. But she, but Tino Jesse Katsopoulos, the situation came running back. I think most <laughs> of Bachelor Nation is thinking to themselves, like they're thinking to themselves, yeah, what Tino did is not that bad, and he really tried to make this work. And I disagree with you, Caitlin, because I don't think Tino is self-centered. I just think he's kind of dumb, and so he's, <laughs> he's kind of dumb too. Yeah, I, so he I just kind of comes that. across that way. I, I don't think he's. I don't. I, he's also I don't been know. like. Beaten I, I, down I, by his dad over the years, I think. He, yeah, look, I, 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 I know he's an alpha male, and I know that he thinks a lot of himself, but I'm not sure if that means he's self-centered. Right. I, he, the way he came across was a few things. First off, I think he did what Craig always says that they do, that they got 30 minutes with a publicist slash therapist yeah. who told them, look, whatever you do, do not look bad on television. When you go into this like uh, rented Airbnb that's contributing to the housing crisis here, by the way, like that is <laughs> a house that is empty for filming, which I've right. seen tons of. Right. Um, okay, so the 
he had that calculating face where it, you know, it, it's Tino trying to think, which is really hard. Rachel is gonna spit, you know, circles over him trying to think. And he was trying his best not to insult her. He kept checking himself, not trying to get, not trying to let the words just come out of his mouth because I think him himself, he would have said it would have gone very differently. It would have been a very different conversation. But because he was being filmed, he was very like, oh, can't say that. Oh, can't say that. I'm not smart enough to hold two thoughts in my head at the same time. Um, but I, yeah, I, I kind of agree with that though, in general, Craig. I think Thank you. things he did say he didn't realize quite how bad they would sound like the whole thing about how you know he kissed this other girl but it was a girl he had been interested in before he went on the show even though nothing happened uh-huh. between them then and then he decides right. to casually hang out with them when he thinks he's like maybe not with Rachel anymore and I feel like that makes it worse also it's not like somebody you just met it's somebody you had your eye on and then you went back to and he didn't realize that that was worse but then him like saying that that line where it's like you know a little thing like this or whatever and it's like oh buddy this is no you can't say it's a little thing because it's absolutely not a little thing to her you know and once you say that it's like you're in her head it's gonna automatically be like you're belittling it you know so i think he didn't fully I think this also might be why he does the notebook thing, weirdly enough, right? Where he wrote down things that Rachel said that hurt his feelings. So he didn't put the full context in there, which is what she's bringing up. He just writes down something that he sees is like important to him to remember. And then he busts out the notebook to be like, here's the times that you hurt my feelings, which then made me believe it was okay to kiss this girl that I've been thinking was cute for a while. Uh It's like, buddy, this is that does not look good when you put it like that, right? When you phrase it as like, here's all the things that you did that made it okay for me to cheat is the setup, right? And that's exactly how (laughs) Rachel sees it. And I think he just doesn't, I don't think he has the self-awareness to realize that that's exactly what it would sound like. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The the notebook thing was, yeah, it looks that way. But I totally get the notebook thing because otherwise, how are you going to remember? I mean, I'm one of these people that in a convert, even though I am confrontational, when I get confrontational, I tend to conveniently and almost purposefully forget all the mean things because I want the the fight over with. I want peace, even though I think I don't want peace. (laughs) So I think bringing the notebook was in a way a very, it's a way to keep him grounded. You know, to be like, I don't want her to, like, confuse me. I need my bearings, and this is what I need to say. And I I, I don't think we should I, – I get that it looks bad. But I think that, you know, if you have learning aids with you, I don't think we should shame <laughs> someone for that. I know it sounds like real – I do think they are kind of like, like, you know, if you have an, a disability – a little bit of a disability-ishness. I have that. I mean – my when I get angry, my I can't hear, you know, like my I mm. see red kind of, so I can't exactly reach for the real argument. I tend to reach for different things. Um, yeah, I, mean, I feel like I have a very good memory for any time anyone's wronged me, so I don't need a notebook for it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But also like 
when I am getting in a fight with someone, I'm very good at remaining incredibly calm and being like, here's the facts of the matter, you know? <laughs> Which I also get to some people looks very bad, but to me, it's like how I kind of control my anger, you know? Yeah, right. and this is what's a hard, this is why it's a hard one for me, because you know, when there's a murder of a wife, a, a homicide, and then they interview the husband and some, and in retrospect, once they find out he's the killer or not, they tend to say, well, he looks so guilty. Yeah. You know? And you're like, didn't cry. You, <laughs> right. You say that now that he is, but did you say that then or uh, vice versa? He looks guilty to me and he's not right. Rare that he's not, but I'm saying that in general, it's 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 kind of unfair to judge how people react or how they try that you know i i feel like tino in a way is a little bit more advanced than rachel because rachel is, despite all her therapy is definitely going back to oh my gosh i feel like also if the cameras weren't on her she might have said some really insulting things yeah yeah, exactly. Because it's all about and, her. Yeah, it's all about Craig, her. Craig, you're getting too angry um, about this. Well, hold, hold on. To back well, back Craig, to Caitlin's Rachel's point, though. Rachel's a stand-in for every woman that's ever wronged. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 my God. What did I do to you today, ZR? Craig, I don't like how you're identifying too much with Tino here. <laughs> oh, you're going you're gonna to gang up on me? I'm just messing with you Craig I'm not really messing with you but I think that you you weirdly are way too much on Tino's side uh, I'm telling you that listen. I am I am 50, I'm not 50 I'm not 50 50 but I'm definitely not um I, I'm more like they're both wrong than they're both kind of right I and just my- have a memory silly me of you guys not liking Rachel this season so silly me not. for continuing that so- do you have um, a memory of us also not liking Tino? Because I absolutely have been on that train for a while. Look, going back, Caitlin, to what you said, I, what I heard you say is essentially like, you know, Tino didn't think it was a big deal that he kissed this girl. She did. He, and that's kind of like what it boils down to. Do you think they'd still be having this argument if he hadn't kissed anyone? A version of this, maybe, because I think. Right. And whose fault would that be? Here, there's some larger issue that they are not showing us on yeah. when they have these. So the tweets I read is that they're, they couldn't sync up in bed, if you know what I mean. Oh, see, I read oh. some crazy tweet theories about like a pregnancy. <gasps> but there's like no <laughs> on any of this, right? Whoa. I don't know if we'll ever know what the big issue was. But you know how she's telling him like, oh, you want to go there? Yeah, you want to go there? And yeah. he's like. I don't actually. So they've like they've agreed on some sort of thing that they would rather not talk about on camera that we are not going to know about. But whatever that thing was is the thing that made them the go on like the breakdown to begin. Yeah, the producers probably know, but we're not going to know. Whatever that thing was is what caused the like, will are we on a break or not ridiculousness right. that then made him think it was okay to kiss somebody. And that sort of lit like a match to this you know like gasoline soaked house basically right right? Right, like there were issues there and then the the cheating made it 
I think for her, that moment was like, this was already not going well. And I can't forgive this. Like, I can't be with you anymore. This is just like flipped the switch for her. Right. And for him, he was like, I can still be with you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's see. Okay. So here is Tino asking Rachel, can we save this? Because I thought this was kind of telling. Is there a way this works out, Rachel? Honestly, do you think you deserve to be with yes. me? You really do. Absolutely. Oh, don't get I me started. I think you owe me a lot that. of answers before we come to any <laughs> sort of yes, a conclusion. Yes, I do. I need to step up for a second. Okay. What the f- is it? <laughs> going nowhere. She just wants to beat me up. She's throwing me under the bus saying all this is lies. Is this for real? I feel like my head is spinning right now. Oh my God. And she's just, this is like nothing more than just making me look bad. She's totally crucifying me and she just told me to go like, like, there's like, she was working on it the whole time. Get me out of this. Just tell her to break up with me. Let me out. Aww. Aww. Yeah, but she then we say no. Five minutes no. later, he comes yeah. back in to be like, I love you though. Let's still be together. <laughs> After that breakdown where he's like, just let me out, just break up with me. I don't understand what made him come back in and be like, actually, I'm still willing to work on it. Well, she because... didn't say no there. She didn't say, he said, it, like, he kind of gave a point blank ultimatum. It, could this work out, yes or no? And she doesn't say no. She says, you're really going to have to make it up to me, Princess Rachel. And he, at that point, which was very confusing, leaves and goes, she's just trying to torture me. And I was like, wait a minute. We, if I was a therapist in that room, I would have been like, we just heard an understanding here, everybody. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back in the room. Um, I, I, I thought that was kind of a, a, that was kind of a microcosm of their relationship. They're off sync. And now when you're saying that whole sex thing makes total sense. Mm-hmm. But right. and then I don't want to know. Can he called on the get phone. The shirt off. Well, yeah, the shirt off phone call. <laughs> the shirt off phone call was one of the what best moments that? on this TV show. Oh my god, it was so like what? What? No one asked yeah. any questions when he well, like turns around. His and his shirt is just well. Yes, we all assume it's that. It's just funny because he leaves it open for a while. And they're in the middle of this like emotional argument, and he turns around and he's on the phone, and his shirt is on. Yeah. Who is he on the phone with? <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. Probably his dad or something. No. What if it was bar no. makeout girl? I don't think it would have been. That would have been insane to call it that point. <laughs> Be like, I am free. <laughs> yeah, I think what a lot you of doing? people saying either a PR person or maybe his therapist seems like a likely choice. <laughs> I think it was like his brother or something. Yeah, I think it's, I don't think it was his dad and I don't think it was the bar girl. I think it was somebody else that he like, he wanted to have a conversation with. He took off the mic for that convo. But but it is just incredibly funny the way he like turns around and was like, hey, sup, what's going on? And he's like, are you on the phone right now? Yeah, Yeah, if I were her, I'd be like, who are you on the phone with? Yeah. That's true. Um, Okay, but see, this is, why they were so good for each other they are pretty close they mirror each other they're off sync but they do kind of act in the same ways i i still don't think that 
he's as self-centered as she is or really that self-centered. I do think he's egotistical or like he's, you know, he's very um, into himself in a, in kind of like I'm, the, I'm so rad uh-huh. kind of thing. Not in this episode at all. But I think this is why they worked when they worked and they really did not work when they broke up. Uh-huh. And he and he here's kind of the cincher for me though. The when she, there's no reason for her to keep arguing. And the moment she, when the moment he becomes kind of submissive and says, like, I want to make this work, I want us to like, you know, I I will do what you say, Princess Rachel. That's the moment she's done because she 100% does not want like a submissive man goes into that whole Republican Democrat thing. Um, And so I think it was interesting that that was when the breakup happens, when Mm. they no longer like hold the same values in place because he's kind of combat. He's not combative on screen but you can tell that he was combative and she thrives on that she likes that then the second he's like no please i'll do whatever you say and he seems like he's genuine then she's like i'm done we're over this this is it this is and same thing right when they are after the final rose Mm -hmm. it was way past done at that point yeah no i think she knew almost certainly that they were going to break up when he came to the house and that this was what it seemed to me was like they had already had a version of this argument that was not on camera and then abc was like we need to get this on camera right we'll pay you do it again and that i sort of assumed that she went into it being like well we already had this argument and i'm already mad and i don't like i think i'm not going to be with them i'm pretty sure you know well, you know me, I, I, I dislike it when people go into arguments knowing what the outcome is going to be already. If you're unwilling to change, then there's there's no point. You know, it, it frustrates me to all end. Well, I was laughing at, like, a joke I made to Jocelyn via text on the show. is You know when um, Tino is like, let me out of here, you know? And I was like, let me out of my ABC contract that requires me to make this <laughs> argument. <laughs> like, right. I think he probably wouldn't have come to the house if he wasn't required to essentially. Right. right? And well, that yeah, she, she might not have had that argument either because they'd already had it. And so it was just this weird, like rehashing of all the points that had already come up again. And sort of the same thing when they were like live on stage was they were never going to come to an agreement that was amicable, right. but they were both forced to have this conversation multiple times. Right. And, and he's not the type to do the, to, do an art, you know, to rehash something, but I think she is. She wants to hear it all together. You don't say. I know. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but I'm saying it, it's. It makes sense to me that so much came out. So anyway, I guess if we want to move on to the Avon thing, I just want to play this clip of Happier Times with uh, <laughs> R.I.P. Tino Rachel, Rachel. Uh, Reno. I don't know. It doesn't matter. The point is, is that I, I really love Reno. I really like when <laughs> Rachel, there are very few like, okay, but to me, bottom line, despite all the stuff we said, which is very complicated, I do think these two 
really liked each other, were in a real relationship in a way, right? They actually had a lot. Um, like, this would have been a great match via the Bachelor franchise had it not turned out the way it did. And I think this kind of, the lack of music that they actually played made it feel so much more real when they showed uh, Rachel talking to Tino beginning of the episode. I feel like you truly are my perfect match. Like my family and friends said the same thing. And literally everywhere. And vocal fry. The only one here. It's you. I've been so excited to tell you. I actually thought that was really sweet. Don't like, we have I, a vocal I, I, fry drop? I seem to recall we had one. Look. Yeah, it doesn't it matter. It, 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 it doesn't matter. It, it it wasn't an over the top like you're the one. Like it was just it felt real. It felt like oh, these two Easier you're smitten. <laughs> oh, I'm just I'm just okay, so here's I I bring it up as a contract. You do believe in love. Haven. Well, I don't know what you mean by believe. But um, <laughs> I bring it up as a contrast to Avon, which we can now address, I guess, right? Unless you guys yeah, let's do Avon quickly because I, I don't know. Okay. I mean, it was mean to bring so, him out when Tina was still there. That's, I think, Caitlin, you said that. So, uh, well, I said that's what I mean, a lot of people on Twitter think. I don't particularly care one way or the other. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, so. The whole, this guy's backstage, and then they show you backstage. Now, if you guys go back and watch 2010, circa 2010 Bachelor, that was what it was. I mean, the, the, I feel like the, it was a lot more casual. The producers at some point had to regain control of the ship because there was a time where the backstage area or the after the final rows time was this weird kind of like, let's dive. <laughs> Who's here? Propose, give that person a promise ring, say you're going to date after the show. Like, it was not a good show. And that's kind of where, it was kind of campy-ish, kind of like this. So um, I think that was an interesting kind of juxtaposition to the old. old you got movie. all of that from even coming out? Yeah, yeah. It, it was not normal, right? This, this was not something they would, normally do right they did it it felt like that they did it um when um uh people are mm, screaming at their ipod player uh they did it just the other, yeah, yeah. the other season uh where they brought out um well with hannah brown and tyler cameron it was kind of similar maybe that's what i'm thinking of yeah because yeah, of her breakup with jed and then she asked tyler out on after the final rose he didn't right. ask her the Avon thing was interesting because I heard a piece of gossip that apparently uh, last week, yeah, I guess it was last week, was the first time like they had seen each other since the filming, obviously, because he that was the episode he left and then they had their uh-huh. convo. That apparently he did ask the producers last week to talk to her after the show and they had a private conversation then. And so the theory is that the show got the idea for this because he had actually been interested in having a conversation with uh-huh. her. And they were like, well, let's just do it on the show then. Well, of right. course. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, look, 
Look, I no, I, no, 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 look, no. look here. Let me look first. Go ahead, go ahead, look around. <laughs> no, go ahead. I go ahead. think, she, when I saw, like, Ra Rachel and Tino seem very similar in a lot of ways, maybe more like upbringing, maybe more uh, nurture ways, right? No, yes, nurture. But Avon and Rachel, I felt, even when I saw their date, have a lot more kismet. Um, but she, well, what I was going to say is, look, <laughs> I was going to say, look, he, she treated him like crap on this this season. She she let him along, let him along, let him along. That, that doesn't sound right. Let him on. Let him on. Let him along. <laughs> <laughs> it's my headache. I blame it all on that. Um, she told him that she really, she let him along even though she was telling Tino that she loved him. And then she broke up with him because he wouldn't quote unquote propose. So she turned it around on him. She treated him like crap. And now we're expected to believe that he's like, man, she must have good, she must be the master manipulator because she's <laughs> able to get these guys to like, keep begging for her well i don't know if they're actually gonna date per se but it does seem like i mean i agree with ezr that sort of the way that they talk to each other seemed very like uh, there was like a good chemistry in their conversations and i i don't know if it means that they actually want to date or not or if he just kind of wanted to be on good terms and maybe have closure uh, and was sort of doing her a favor in this sense by, you know, giving her a good escape from the Tino uncomfortable conversation. And so I don't know, I would see it more as like they might just be friends now, because if I were even, I don't think she led him on necessarily, but with the way that they broke up, I don't know if I would. She I totally Claytoned him again. Right. I, I don't know. I disagree. I, I she Claytoned him. I, I, look, I, <laughs> I am still mad at what Rachel did to not just Zach and Avon, but Tyler in that way. Yeah. You know, she wanted everyone to like me. And then when they did, she was like, I'm going to find some little rip in yeah. the fabric and I am uh -huh. going to, you know, expose the hell out of it. And I'm going to use all my powers that I, not only the ones I was born with, but the ones I've learned through therapy for evil. Like, I feel like I said this a few times with Rachel, right? But especially last week. And she didn't do it as cruelly to anyone. And she did it pretty in a cruel way to everyone as she did it with Avon. And Avon is like, had the look he had when she came to his room to break up with him. I like have rarely felt for someone on reality TV the way I did when right. that, when I saw and So we're expected to believe that he's so, just going to come crawling see, back? But but the thing is, is that, yes, something is wrong with poor Avon. You know, he's a good <laughs> soul and his parents did not, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Maybe he saw his mom trample on his dad one too many times. I don't know. But yeah. I am telling you that I, I to me, Rachel is a villain and the fact that they they work so hard to twist your story around to misery us right um listen to last week's episode it'll all make sense mm -hmm. of last week's podcast episode 
so yeah, Craig, but mm -hmm. here we are. We're also trying to have one foot into Bachelor Nation's psyche. And so we're also trying to understand that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I feel like we've done Rachel enough. Should we move on to Gabby? Maybe we should go to a commercial, Craig. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, we are a part of the Bridge Burner Podcast Collective, and as such, we have these cool commercials to play of other awesome podcasts that you should listen to. So let's uh, take a commercial break right now. One, two, three, go. Hey there. Have you ever watched a movie or TV show you're certain no one else enjoys? Is there a movie franchise that, despite some lackluster elements, you must consume it in its entirety? Are you tired of folks taking silly media just a little too seriously with their negative reviews? Then you've found the right podcast. Welcome to Bill and Rob's An Excellent Adventure, available wherever you get your podcasts. That's Bill and Rob's An Excellent Adventure, part of the Bridgeburner Podcast Collective. And we're back. Okay, we're moving on to Eric, are we not? Yes. Okay. Moving on to so, Gabby and Eric, but yeah, Eric. <laughs> just Eric. <laughs> <laughs> they did not talk about no, blackface, which was depressing nope. and didn't think they unfortunate. Would. Yeah, but they did talk about his text messages to yeah. this girlfriend that he had before the it show. Interesting. They brought up one of his scandals, but not the other. Well, of course. Can't talk about blackface. Well, it's it's not like it's 2022 or something. <laughs> well, listen, you're not going to hear. Like, unless it was, you know, like. I don't know if there's levels, but I think there's levels. And I think unless it was a pervasive pattern of behavior, they might have brought it up. Right. Yeah. And I think what made like lots of people are comparing this to Rachel Kirkconnell's plantation parties situation. Yeah, of course. And part of what made that situation so relevant and why they had to talk about it was because the context was that she was dating a black man, right? Yeah. And that makes it a little bit different also. Although, I mean, again, like Rachel, Rachel, Gabby is not, you know, she's a mixed race woman but she's not black and i feel like that did add a different angle to be like this woman is celebrating plantation history and she's engaged to a black man is just like a very it's like a conversation that you can't not have i felt like they reached a point where they had to talk about it and uh -huh. they they could get away with not talking about it in this situation yeah exactly well as jesse said so clearly on the broadcast he was like this is owned by disney so I don't know if you caught that. <laughs> I, I, but the big controversy here is to me, even the after the final rose controversy was supposedly settled, was that he did not answer that he wanted out of his real estate analyst job. <laughs> right. And I don't understand how you'd want out of that job, honestly, but uh, whatever. I guess I just like his job more than he does. Um, and, <laughs> And then in that, in that, it makes it seem like he is um, 
he's marrying Gabby for all those old fashioned reasons, like the 1800s reason, right? She's good enough. She's good looking enough. And I'd get her dad's land. Yeah. The dad that she comes with is great. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I feel like because that's not answered, it had a really big throwback factor to me. I was like, wait a minute. So I, we can listen to, you know, we can talk about the ex-girlfriend. We can talk about all the things she said. But the big one to me would have always been, are you going to go back to being a real estate analyst? And I put that to every single contestant, right? I always thought that Michelle, despite her, quote, love of teaching, would never go back to teaching. I didn't think she would do it. I think, I mean, I because Michelle... Bachelorette Michelle was so self-identified as a teacher. Right. I I pulled her out specifically, but there's a few people that I'm thinking, you know, oh, they're uh, why are they pretending? Why are they pretending that they're gonna do this when they're never gonna do it again? You know, I believe Tino will go back to being a c- contractor. That doesn't seem out of the realm. Yeah. Of well, what else like is he gonna do now? Guy. Right. Well, yeah, that's true, yeah. too. But let's just say it turned out well. I could see him having, you know, doing that. So, okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm really mad that there's yeah. one less, I mean, he seems like an asshole, but if there's one less real estate analyst out there, like, I feel like it's really necessary to, to have this job around. Go ahead, everyone else. <laughs> okay, which would you rather do, EZR? Would you rather sit in a cubicle, have a boss that is constantly reminding you of deadlines. You're on a computer hunched over all day. You have to get up and what be at work. You? It's which which would you rather have that? Or you uh-huh. get to travel around the world on someone else's dime and take a few pictures every so often. Craig, I I, I think you're 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 like glorifying <laughs> of the Instagram or lifestyle is not exactly what you think it is. Secondly, <laughs> I I, I don't know if that's what a real estate analyst seems like. <laughs> You're glorifying real estate analysts. Yes, yes I, I think it's a <laughs> fascinating, fascinating field, especially in America. Well, we, you but should tell Eric that. Stuff. Yeah, I am pissed <laughs> that he did not answer the question. Believe me, yeah. that's it. despite everything else that happened that kind of got my attention, that was what I honed in on for three hours. I was like, if you didn't well, answer the damn question. No, you're right. Because they showed the text messages. And I think Jesse Palmer even said something to the effect of like, yeah. and they contain, you know, you not wanting you your want job it. anymore or whatever. And his his answer was kind of long-winded and rambling. And it didn't really address yeah, anything. We have it here. here. Play it. Have it here. I met this girl about a month before this all started. Oh, oh positive, uh, I positive. No was gonna come here and ultimately... Okay, this is from friend of the pod, Rob. He wanted us to point out how many times does Eric say girl or this girl or that girl when he's oh, doing his little okay. thing. Okay, so Caitlin, can oh. you do her justice and say her name and more about oh, God, her I have to look up her name. Uh, I think it was like Catherine was something. Yeah, let me look it up, but also... The focus on saying this girl just reminded me a lot of uh, Bill Clinton and like I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think that's even more respectful, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd rather be that woman than that girl. 
It's a good yeah. point. Uh, I, I, he's obviously trying to make her one of many because he does kind of say a thing. Well, we could listen to it. Okay, here we go. So I realized it was not a connection long term, and it was about the same time that the show had reached out. So I, I handled it poorly, 100%. I, I let her on, and I, I want to own that. I have no hard feelings towards this girl at all, and I understand her actions. Um, but it just, you know, I kind of took the, the easy way out, and this is where you know, I didn't, I didn't want to have a hard conversation. You know, at this point, like I, I was taking the cowardly way okay, out. Craig. I, I poorly let this girl on, and uh-huh. I, I show oh. as an excuse. He said that twice. I cut it together. Well, actually, it's three now. Because the beginning. It's easy, especially then, to just continue to have fun. I meant he explains himself twice. Oh. Because I kept it together. I saw the picture. We got all his little points in. I wasn't listening for points. I was listening for that girl. Oh, my gosh. So her name is Amanda Kaler, BTW. Amanda. Amanda. And then make the hard decision to say, you know, this isn't long term. But I think it is a testament to like probably the last person that would be expected to be on the show. You can ask my friends and what family. What the hell is he talking about? Shocked. I came into this just being like, he's pa- saying like, oh, you know, I took it as as I had no idea what I was doing. I was just flying by the seat right. of my pants, and then all of a sudden I'm in love. <laughs> Whoa, who knew? You know, he's just a he's just a last <sighs> night one. See what happens. Um, and and honestly, I've I've watched one episode. I've never seen the sure. show before. One episode before it came on. It's not like, a right, cultural we'll, we'll phenomenon or anything. And what changed right. was uh, I met Gabby on the first night, and, I, and it was to me it everything changed. It was like I, I I don't care about the show. I don't care. There's other guys here. It was just like I want to spend more time with this person. I want to see where this goes. And um, it is kind of a crazy thing to like watch this progress from me being like oh just whatever don't want the show. Mm-hmm. To actually like falling in love and have feelings and fall in love and then to see this process like continue out and then ultimately end up in like the happiest ending possible. Gabby's eating this up, by the way. It's crazy. Uh, okay, runner up, like runner up for life, man. All of a sudden, he's like, "Oh my god." Yeah. Also, he's rewriting history here because notably, Eric was the guy who, towards the first few episodes, said he wanted to get the first impression rose from both women. So he didn't just meet Gabby on night one and be like, "Can't wait to spend time with this this girl." He was interested in both girls at that point. Good point. Good point. Well, it's he's deciding that it's just frustrating that he is right that that he's deciding now he's the nonchalant guy who did not run to her on a bridge and tell her don't pick another guy all of a sudden yeah. he's the like oh you know i was a cool one all along he was he's not lucky that there was right he's so lucky that there was about half the amount of contestants and that he is definitely the safe pick you know that's why he's ahead, and she had two other safe-ish men who who like dropped out. I mean, it's just pure luck, totally. Yeah, I feel like part of me is like, should I just become a PR person because I could have written him such a better response than the one that he did? Because immediately when I saw the text from his ex Amanda Kaler, my thought was, all right, first you're gonna have to deal with. 
he says the whole show is fake and it's not like not real, not a real relationship, etc. You know, people aren't going to like that. So what you should say is you did come into it thinking it was fake because you thought it was just a TV show and none of this could possibly be real. How could anyone fall in love in this amount of time? And then you experienced it yourself. And now <laughs> you're a believer in the process, you know, I believe in the process. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but I would have totally. Sorry, Craig. Who believes in the process? Yeah. See what I mean? Yes. He he could have been like, this is crazy. This should have never worked. It doesn't seem like it's real, but I know it's real now because I've fallen in love. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That would have been good. (laughs) But instead we got that, what Eric said. Yeah, and so we got this weird rambling thing about how he's, like, dating a lot of women before he came on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he used to date lots of women. And... Yeah. Who knows? All right, okay, well. well, unless there's anything else about Gabby and Eric being possibly happy forever only because Gabby is, I mean, she's not going to leave anybody. Yeah. She set the bar and pretty low. She's at a meal ticket right, right there. Yeah, and, and I mean, settling, but also that's what she wanted. She wants to settle. It is what you she wants. That. She wants she, somebody she, who's she, not going to leave the, her. Oh, yeah. She's doing the um, the the beautiful mind thing. You know, she's picking one of the side people. Anyway, <laughs> point is. Yes. Even is though that, I talked about before, even when you think you're settling for someone because it's safe and they're always going to love you. That person can still leave you. They could still cheat on you. They could still be an asshole. Like, but I think this is what she wanted. Like she wanted somebody who was going to commit and he did and give her lots of affirmations and he's doing that. And I mean, I think she can do a lot better, but if this is what makes her happy, it's what she wants to do. Then, you know, there you go. Mm-hmm. Well put Caitlin. <laughs> Thanks. Craig. <laughs> uh, okay well should we talk about where ourselves do you guys want to talk about zach or do we care do we not care the only the only thing that's important to me here re zach is that i thought this was very telling so here's jesse uh in after the final right when the show begins now when we decided to take the risk and make this season with two bachelorettes instead of one we really felt like we were doubling our chances for a happy ending. But things just haven't turned out that way. This season really has been brutal, both Rachel. But there's always hope. Maybe tonight Tino can convince Rachel that his indiscretions were just a momentary lapse of judgment. And maybe Eric can explain away those damning text messages sent to his girlfriend just a few days before stepping what out. What does this have to do with Zach? limo on night one. I'll tell you. Okay. To me, <laughs> Please this do. is this... This intro, where I had, I is I only watch the show. I do not go on Twitter. I sometimes go on Instagram after the fact. But this intro meant to me that being online is part of the show now. Right. And we're supposed to know some things. They're assuming that we're online. Uh, so I think this episode or this end of season could be a tipping point 
where they enter the new age of the internet, everyone, 1997. Um, this is not, but, but, but here's my, like, my, my problem with it is that that's not a good switch for their core audience, right? The audience they value. They, mm-hmm. The reason they did like a live on the East coast and central time uh, is because that's the audience they value. It's not live on um, the coast. Yeah. I was like America's vote. Yeah. America, unless you're on the West coast. And then you're not America. Yeah. Were you disappointed to not be able to vote for America's first impression rose? I, I was like no, but, but the thought, matter, right. I was immediately thinking, like, this is America, half of America is what they think is America. Yeah. Well, to me, no, that no, opening it's, was it's interesting. All of what I think is America. Yeah. Well, right. so like the beginning, I am super online, but I don't read spoilers on purpose. So I knew about Eric's texts, but I did not know about Tino's indiscretions. <laughs> And so I was like, oh, hold up now. That's right. the scandal that Tino has some indiscretions. Okay, well, now I know that, I guess. <laughs> Wait, so what's this yeah, going to so do with Zach? Was, well, I mean, it has to do with Zach because then they did a live thing, which they, oh, I, I mean, it saying. looked like a, you know, call, uh, charges may apply. They well, it was like it in a good Dancing Love with Island the Stars. Like, Dancing American with the Stars. American right, style. It's so cheap, right? Like, they didn't. I feel like they didn't think it out as much. The way the Chirons were super jumbled and messy looking did oh, not make me think that they put too much thought into it. Well, I want to know, just from a technical standpoint, who's the poor soul that had to figure out how to mine Twitter for names? Right. Like, that's not an easy I thing mean, to do. No, well, I, I don't know if there are I wonder if it came to them as a whole. Yeah, there's there might be like a, yes. a, a like a um, yeah there's like an API no. that you could do to yeah. scrape everything that had that hashtag and then you could do like a raw number count but uh, it would depend on when you're pulling it and stuff like that you know would have it's a short time frame that they also did so I I mean I think none of it actually mattered they might have just picked one of these women I don't know if they even bothered to do a count Brit, Brit, not Brittany it was mm-hmm. Brit, Brianna Brianna, Brianna. Yeah. So can you name all five? I think I I could probably get close. <laughs> all right, go, Craig. Name all okay. five. Rihanna, if that's her name. Cat. <laughs> uh, Bailey. Um. Uh. Uh. uh Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh. 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 <laughs> uh the, like that's all I can get. Yeah, who knows? That's pretty good though, right? Four it's, or five? Yeah, it's pretty good. But I mean, like honestly, who cares? It um, do you know, who's like, the fifth you know, woman? All right, I will look it up. She was the one who was wearing the sparkly cowboy boots because I remember those. Oh, okay. See, but here's the thing: is that remember they did this for Hannah Brown as well, and Cam got the first impression rose. Yes, so they look so different <laughs> live Cam. than they do on the actual show. Right. And I, 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 I liked Cam, if you remember Cameron, always be Cam, whatever he's Yeah. But the, they, <laughs> they always a different Cam. feel. Yeah. There's such a different feel live than it is at the mansion. So I feel like it's, it was just filler. They had no, they wanted to do a two and a half hour show, but they couldn't do right. it. Right. Yeah. I could tell they were stretching. Yeah, that's what made it so boring, that end part, is that it just seemed like there wasn't anything there. I mean, they spent time showing us people rearranging the set so it would have, like, a backdrop of a picture of the mansion. 
this is this is the point that they had gotten to in this. Like I was watching this last forty five ish minutes, being like, this could have been an email, you know. <laughs> okay, are we done with uh, Zach? Because we got to talk fashion. Yeah. Okay. Do no, it. don't play. Don't, don't play it. Don't play it. Don't play it. No, don't play it. Don't play it. I'm going to talk over it because it's all messed up. No, no, no. Playing it and playing it and playing it until someone. I mean, you've had a whole season. You haven't done shit. Now, listen. I have fashion, guys. First off, she, Caitlin, she took our chunky highlight advice and get those damn chunky blonde highlights out your hair. Yes. Gross. She got her hair redone in between, I think, because it looked less gray, it was less chunky. This is Rachel we're talking about. Yes. Yeah, Rachel. So I'm I'm gonna say that he, here's my like big, big um revelation when I was watching this. And Tino's gonna hate that I say this, so maybe it's a good thing. But damn, <laughs> Tino looked good. At the end, and I am no, uh, this is uh, totally sans politics, but he looked like Justin Trudeau, didn't he? He had like I saw the people floppy say hair, that. he had a thin tie. Oh, good, yeah. good. I'm glad I don't know the other you were one, not because the maybe I'm thinking one. to myself. Okay, good, good. It was the hair, I think, uh -huh. in particular, because it was different than when he was on the show. It was longer, and the way it was styled was Trudeau. Tie. Yes. I don't know about and the hair. It looked darker. I think maybe, right. I think it looked better than his hair on the season did, but worse than the pictures of him that exist with long hair, because I actually think long hair looks better on him. Yeah, I like his, um, I mean, uh, I, I think he, it looks like he dyed it black. Now, studio lights and yeah, all this stuff darker. around him, but it looks good on him. Right, so uh, there you go, you're Team and, Tino. I win. Well, I thought he looked. I can't. I also like the skinny tie with the suit. I thought that was a good look on him. He's yeah. he's not so thin that it makes him look thin, but he's not. Um, you know, he's most of the guys that try to pull that off can't because they have big shoulders or, you know, they're just kind of just. He's a great proportion for wearing a skinny tie, and I thought he looked great at cool. the end. I'm like, I wouldn't break up with this guy right now. Break up with him <laughs> at that at that. House, yes. Yeah. Break up with him on the season when he was like sweating so much that he had the <laughs> handkerchief like five times in one shot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. Let's talk about the elephant in the room, which is his garter. Her. Oh, I don't know. Gabby's yeah. black dress with the airplane seat buckle. Yes, an interesting oh. choice. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't. I don't know if it bothered me, but it was. I mean, it's what everyone was talking about. Yeah, because it looked like it looks well, like it, it looks like up. when you have a backpack and the backpack kind of snaps together. <laughs> you know, that's what it was. It was a legit one of those. Twenty years ago. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know the the thing that's that you snap the two things together. Yes, <laughs> yeah, if like you're a, a bike messenger. What? Is, <laughs> like, no one wears those. But, for bike messengers. Oh, like the chrome bike messenger bags. Yeah. Those are so popular in my college. But anyway, easy R. The, the, she was wearing one in her upper right hand shoulder. Did you think that was well, weird? Also on her thigh. 
Well, the thigh was a modesty strap, which I will forever be indebted to EZR for coining that. <laughs> but it looked like the same kind of belt to me. So mm-hmm. if somebody made the modesty strap, they, uh, the... they did a creative fix to match the belt on the top. Out of the same material, huh? Oh, huh. Gabby's? Wait, you talking yes. about Gabby's? I love, I mean, it's, it's, first off, Gabby looks so thin, right? She looks like really she thin does. to me, maybe, just to me. But thinner than on the show. But then, yeah, it looked like a BDSM, like, garter thing. <laughs> I was very thrown off with her wearing, it, it was just so, it was also prominent. Like, if I had just caught a peek of it and she was facing the other way, I'd be like, well, you know, she didn't mean to. This is hmm. Disney-owned ABC, people. Yeah, Disney-owned, baby. cannot have that. <laughs> yeah, I think with that dress, I thought it looked cute on her when she was standing up. But when she was sitting down, it looked weird because of the way it was just, like, a piece of thigh there, you know? And, like, the cut didn't look... Where that little slit was didn't look even when she was sitting, so it looked kind of like a jagged edge. So people were like, did her dress rip or something? Like, what's happening? So I think it wasn't... I wonder if they didn't fully test out her sitting down with the strap towards the cameras before she made the decision to wear that, because I think she could have done better. Uh, Yeah. Well, fortunately, she gets to sit down next to Rachel, who, as we know, doesn't know how to dress herself. So it looked good in comparison to... Well, yeah, exactly. She's not even fully dressing herself. But yeah, that dress, I didn't love the little cutout when she was sitting down because it just looked like a weird. What, Rachel? Yeah, like it looked like a Did weird. Her belly button cutout? Yeah, it was like in an odd place when she was sitting. So it, just, <laughs> it looked odd to me. And it's just so weird because I feel like she has a really cute figure and just like either she's choosing it or the stylist is choosing it. They keep on choosing these outfits that are like, don't look good on her body. Yeah. She was wearing one. It was like a black outfit and like the top was shiny and the bottom was matte. And I laughed out loud when I saw that. I'm not quite sure where she was wearing it, but I I chuckled. She was wearing the weird jacket to tell Tino he was the only one left. (laughs) Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, She's already known on this season for just the choices being bad on the outfits. So I feel like it is notable when she wears something and you're like, oh, that looks cute. But (laughs) yeah, just, I don't know. The whole thing, like, I think her hair looked good throughout most of the season. It was just the outfits that were bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Easy, are you still with us? I think Uh, we lost her. Oh, oh, you're there. I tuned out mentally, but I'm here physically. (laughs) Okay, look at everybody. What are we watching to hold us over until the next season starts? I really uh, wanted to ask that. Paradise but starts. I'm realizing next it's week. just next week. It starts next week. So we get no break. It's but just I did right watch, now. Uh, Salt, Caitlin, which was oh, really good. Yeah. Why didn't they make a second and a third? And exactly. A it's so good. Is that the Angelina oh, Jolie yeah. spy movie? Yes. And that's actually a great thing to bring up here because people online were saying Gabby's belt belt strap dress looked like a Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Angelina Jolie, like gun strap on her thigh. Angelina Jolie, unfortunately, lived in a time, or maybe this is her personal style, where that up the slit thing was cool, or she made it cool, I don't know, but it doesn't quite flatter her because she's so skinny. 
Um, I've brought this up with some other contestant or person on The Bachelor where I was like, ah, it's an Angelina Jolie look. And even Angelina Jolie isn't that great at uh, pulling it off because it's just weird, satiny, weird. But it looked good on Gabby, I mean, because it was a little bit more fitted, right? But anyways, Craig, uh-huh. Caitlin recommended I was, as you guys know, I'm in a breastfeeding prison. And I was like, I'll watch anything. Recommend me anything. As long as it's like a page turner in a movie style, I will watch it. Heat. And it was great. <laughs> yes, Craig. Oh, my God. You really want to get into Heat again? You never. You still haven't watched it. What can I say? Yes, I have. I know oh. everything about Heat. I, of course I have seen it. Jeez. I kind of remember that I saw it. Are you serious? <laughs> <sighs> I know we are, we've argued about it. I didn't know if you actually saw it or not. It's Mark who hasn't it seen it. If I hadn't seen it, Mark yes, hasn't. It's seen Mark it. who hasn't seen it. Okay, sorry. Craig, did you have you seen anyway. Salt? The end. I I saw Salt on TV, so you know, cut up in commercials and with commercials. But yeah, I've seen. Yeah, it. but the whole time you're like, is she a spy? Isn't she? Well, yeah, like she has to break out of her own, basically her own CIA complex, right? Because like she's accused of being. Yes. She's accused of being like a double agent, but then the whole movie you're like, is she like who is she actually working for? What's going right, on? Right, right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was a good. I, movie. I, I especially like. Oh, watching. oh, the ending! I remember the ending salt. being very good. Yes. Uh, Why didn't they make salt too? Why didn't they? Because she just they just all gave up is what I read. <laughs> they all kind of just were like, ah, we'll make it. Yeah, I'm not attached to it anymore. Well, you know, we made this specifically for a woman and for her. Um, but then they didn't make it. But my <laughs> what I kept saying as I was watching it, because this was Angelina Jolie in her prime, right? Making this movie that was made for a man, and obviously she wanted it. Um, was just like Angela Jolie, the most beautiful woman in the world. Of course, she'd be a spy, which is the opposite of what a spy would do. Anyways, that's <laughs> that was good. If you guys want to watch something between seasons? Go ahead and watch. Yeah. Something else or- what <laughs> streaming service does one find salt on? I don't know. I torrent. Oh, I, I see. Watch it on airplane, and that's when I recommended it. It's easier. Um, if you liked that, you probably like. Charlize Theron in um, Atomic Blonde, which is a very similar vibe. Oh, right. You you did recommend that to me, but... Well, another movie for me. <laughs> uh-huh. But the important thing here is that you know, you don't watch a movie like Salt with a woman like Angela Jolie and just think, oh, it's another movie. The whole time, <laughs> as I was loudly saying it into the other room, I said, I kept saying like, Here's Angelina Jolie, the most beautiful woman in the world. There's no more beautiful than the number one most beautiful woman in the world. Like, you know, you you can't get over that it's her. It's very hard to watch her act. <laughs> She's yeah. pretty. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not mesmerized by her beauty per se, but it's like, I can't think of her as anything else. Right. So it's very hard to watch. It's like Brad Pitt in anything. You're like, <laughs> I know that's Brad Pitt. Don't tell me that's like, you know, uh, Thurgood brains from the from like on a horse no it's not it's your brad pitt so relax like you know i'm gonna prove anything to me with that accent right so anyway it's good (laughs) i enjoyed it like all of the action sequences it was good yeah Yeah, it was totally good and the best part was 
It was scary and sad. And then there was a really sad part. Yes. That oh, I would God. not have affected me if if would have totally affected me if I had been in a different place. So I'm glad that I was kind of like, oh, good thing I'm not upset right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, anyway. there is a sad part of that movie that's very affecting. Um, oh. Easier, have you watched The Americans? No, I know what it is, and I don't love spy stuff. Oh. But like I said, because you're watching this person. Yes. It's all about the it's all about the person. So I, I think there's a similar know. thing, not just the spy thing, but when I was watching The Americans, which I love, um, when you watch like Carrie Russell, she's just very, very pretty in the show. So there's a lot of being like, oh, she's so pretty. Why'd she wear that ugly wig? You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yep. Uh, well, maybe I will watch it. It sounds actually kind of like what I want to watch right now. Too bad there's no salt, too, though. That would have yeah. been what I want to watch. I mean, right they now. could still make it now. Well, there was salt to the Strategic Arms Limitation Treaty. Craig, no. Number two. <laughs> no, we're not talking about that salt, too. Did okay. you just Google it and that's what you came up with? No, I know, I know all about salt. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> okay, look, we have a long break of one week. I don't know what, how we're gonna manage over that period of time. Yeah, I, I imagine. Starts what, week, so. Here's my prediction. So it's it's, it's going to be on Tuesday, and they're going to run with that for a week or two, and then they're going to get rid of Monday Night Football on ABC, and then it's going to go to Monday and Tuesday. Well, they. It's rare. They haven't been having Monday Night Football on ABC in years past. It's always been on ESPN. Now they're doing one game on ESPN and one game on ABC. But it's my prediction that they're both going to go to ESPN. It's going to open up Mondays on ABC. And then we're going to go to Monday and Tuesday Bachelor Paradise, which is how it's been in years past. That's so much TV. Get ready. It's never aired in October. That's the... That's the real. Yeah, that's part of the issue. Tuesday, Wednesday. Here. Mm-hmm. So well, we'll I see. I don't even know. I, I have no. I have no like. I don't know. Football wise, I have no idea. But mm-hmm. the reason they're airing it for Monday Night Football. Anyway, I think we should rent out for our vacation that little Airbnb house. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Caitlin, you got to well, find the house, okay? All right, I will. I'll, I'll do some investigations. <laughs> okay then well the, look Rachel got her backup relationship and Rachel and Gabby got her backup family via Aaron yeah, yeah. And, she's got um, Dancing with the Stars yes she'll win Dancing she's with the Stars although she's up against Dancing with the Stars she's up against a win. TikToker who has 45 million yeah. followers so oh, she's yeah. probably gonna Charlie win something I don't know Charlie D'Amelio girl yes. Charlie yeah. yeah. Okay. So she's probably gonna win, but I think Gabby will be at least in the top three of that season. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, hey, thanks for listening. Uh, you know, reach out to us on social media and all that, and leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app. <laughs> Jeez, I'm glad this episode's over. I can let my headache subside, and I don't have to take it from easier anymore. <laughs> Yeah. What? I just said I know. <laughs> That's because I said you know. Yeah, oh, I get yeah. it. All right. We'll I see you next week. Slept in like 12 hours. <laughs>
Bye. Not 12 hours.